You know how people sometimes say when they're recording a podcast, you might be able to hear background noise, there's traffic, there might be the odd siren. Well, here, there might be the odd drum sound because today, ladies and probably ladies, in the garden next door to us is a Civil War reenactment. Oh yes, I choose the very best days. So welcome to my podcast, Alchemic Life. I've finally done it. After months and months of trying to find any kind of cohesion around this, and cohesion is not my middle name, um, it's Elizabeth, by the way, I'm, I have kind of settled on a theme and I would like to be talking about self-development and wellness and healing. So we'll be talking about that. I am in midlife and therefore wise. Let's face it, you get to midlife, you get to about 45, God damn it, you're wise. So there'll be some of that good stuff. I'm also wanting to share any of the good things I find, the things that inspire me and uplift me and educate me, because I love that kind of thing. So this is the first one. It's going to be a bit crap, but I'm really glad you're here and I hope you'll stick around. Shall we get started? As people who follow me on Instagram will know, I have rather eclectic tastes when it comes to the internet and, in fact, life. And so it might get a bit messy around here. There may not be a particular theme, but it's all things that I like. And that's good enough for me. Each show, I'm going to focus on one particular thing that I've found that I really like and maybe have a bit of a discussion around that. When I say discussion, I mean me. <laughs> anyway, later, I'm going to be talking about an Insta-poet. That's, an, that's a word, isn't it? Insta-poet that I'm loving at the moment. But first, can we talk about the end of summer? Because it appears to be here and I'm not happy about it. I'm a hot, humid, blue sky person and clear blue sky just does something to my heart. And seeing all these clouds, it just makes me a little bit sad. I know there's all the hugger, is that how you say it? Hugger? Pumpkin spice latte or whatever it is. Cozy autumn vibe thing. And that's beautiful. It's really beautiful, I know. But for me, it just says it's the end of the summer. And here in the UK, at least, we've probably got another nine months of hashtag not my weather. It's, it's all nature and I see the, the loveliness of it. And I do love... A snow day with blue sky for sure but yeah it's making me feel a bit sad so I'm hoping we get a few more days before we have to start wearing socks and jumpers the seasonal living thing I really like I you know we all know now about being cyclic animals and how staying in touch with our cycles be it circadian seasonal or our own personal rhythms makes us feel stronger, healthier, calmer. And I am going to try and align myself a bit more with that this season, I think, and see what happens. Of course, launching a new project is a bit spring, not so much autumn, but I'm thinking it's spring in my favourite place. So I've always got one emotional foot in Queensland <laughs> these days. So that foot is the one that's kicking off this project. That's my, my spring foot, if you will. So what else am I doing at the moment? Well, 
here's a trend for you that I have jumped on. I am driving that bandwagon fast around here. I've got to tell you. Okay, so human design. I know. If it's already turned you off, I understand. Trend klaxon. But there you go. I'm loving it, so I'm going to talk about it. I'm sorry. I first heard about it through Julie Pyatt, I think. And when I looked it up, it just seemed one of those incredibly expensive things that people do. A bit like transcendental meditation. You know, it costs thousands to get past the really basic give it away with a newsletter level. And so I, that was a hard no from me. <laughs> but I was intrigued and so I kept looking and I did find a more accessible way in. So I've been doing my research on that and I'm a, I'm a great believer in take what works for you and leave the rest behind. And that can sometimes be 5% of something that I'll take away and dump the rest. Because it's all just labels for what is, you know, and in some presentations of it work for me, some work for you, some work for him over there. You know, we're here to build our own jigsaw of these things and find our truth, which is subjective for the most part, I think. Anyway, with human design, so far, it's about an 80% takeaway, which is huge for me. It feels like putting your comfies on when you get home in the evening and curling up on the sofa. It feels like everything just kind of, ah, I can relax. I really have a personal dislike when people say they're handing out permission slips. It just, it's like fingers on a blackboard to me. Not, I'm not making any comment overall, but for me personally, it just makes me go, excuse me, I don't need you to tell me what to do, because that's my personality. So I'm not into the whole permission slip thing, but if ever there was going to be a permission slip, it's human design for me. So having got a certain amount of the way into it for free, I did invest in a reading, not a one-to-one -one, one, because that's not quite in my reach at the moment, but it may be in the future. Um, I went for just a written one, felt like a bit of a fool and thought, oh, what have I done? That was a waste of money I could have spent on something else. But then I opened it and started reading and two and a half hours later, my jaw was kind of locked on open and I was a bit stunned by it really. And I loved it and I'm going back and making notes and it just feels like me, feels like a key. It's really interesting. I'm probably going to talk about it more it's a bit like astrology on steroids. It combines astrology, um, Kabbalah, and the I Ching. It's not a belief system. It's not a religion. It's not even necessarily a spiritual thing. It's, well, you see the word blueprint used. It's a bit like that. It's like finding out your, your blueprint. I'm not going to be able to describe it very well because I'm not an expert. I'm just an interested party, but I definitely think it's worth looking at. You do need to know where you were born and what time you were born. And I know that's not always information that everybody has. So there's that. I'm hoping there will be ways around that at some point. Anyway, for anyone who's already interested in human design, I'll just add here that I am a projector. I'm a 4-6 energy projector type and I have the emotional authority. So if that means anything to you and you're my peeps, I'm high-fiving you. Um, otherwise, should we move on? Should we move on? I'm just going to say human design. Take a look. Um, I'll put some links, 
somewhere. I haven't really thought that through. I'm going to put them somewhere and maybe you can have a look if you're interested. But it, it has changed how I feel about myself, which is a good thing. So moving on, another person who has changed how I feel about myself is the poet and creator Brooke Solis, or Solis. She's Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E, and her surname, or the second name she's using, is S-O-L-I-S. She's on Instagram as the Brooke Solis. Her website is thebrooksolis.com. She writes short pieces of prose and poetry. She has a collection out for every sign of the zodiac, and I recently bought myself the Taurus Woman as a treat. And again, I was oh, what have I done? I shouldn't be spending this money on digital poetry. What am I thinking? But I downloaded it and I read it and it went straight to my heart. And yeah, it's a bit of a cliche, but I got a little bit weepy. She talks about the earthy woman so well. I don't know if it's the same in her collections for Capricorn and Virgo and for the other elements. But her words for Taurus were just spot on. And I really recognised something of myself in there that has been missing for quite a while or had been missing for quite a while. And so the topic is something that I'm not really all that comfortable talking about, but I think it's important to. And she really brought it home to me with this work, how important it is, maybe especially as an earth type woman, to be in touch with your sensuality and your sexuality. And it made me realise how out of touch with that part of myself I had become, past tense. During perimeno and postmeno, it can take a dive. Hormonally, you change and your feelings change. You're struggling with the whole aspects of ageing. You know, a lot of this stuff isn't about menopause. It's about facing ageing, your own mortality, the way your body changes. And it can be really hard. It was it was for me, you know, and I grieved the loss of that part of me. I'm very lucky and I have a partner to whom these things do not matter. He loves me unconditionally, he desires me unconditionally, and he lets me know that. But the fact was, I didn't feel that way about myself. I no longer desired myself. I looked at my body and it was beginning to fail in some ways. You know, when someone tells you you've got full-blown arthritis in your knees from wear and tear, that's ageing. When you make the big decision to stop dyeing your hair, as much as you may love it, and I do love mine, you know, there are certain aspects of that that you have to find your peace with. There's lots of changes that happen. They differ from person to person. But as you go into and out of that day, that is menopause. And once you're in post-menopause, you're there and you stay there and... Some of this stuff stays, you know, still get the hot flushes, still get the anxiety, still get the aches and pains, maybe not so often. And again, it, it finds a new cycle, I'm finding. But that sensuality just kind of goes with that loss of comfort in your own body. I certainly grieved it, but it does feel like it finds a new rhythm. And I am finding that I can love this new me, that I want to be me. And that want is desire, self-desire, and that overflows into all other forms of desire. So sensuality and sexuality do come back into the picture. I had a deep sense of almost betrayal by my own body. And it just 
shut off that part of me completely. But I've made the effort to love myself again. This sounds so cheesy, but it's true and it's important. It's really, really important for women of my age and stage, I think. One of the main things I've done is that I put on a lot of weight through those menopausal days. I put it on very quickly. My body doesn't handle extra weight very well. It made me uncomfortable. It added to the joint pain. My clothes didn't fit. I didn't look how I used to look, which was a re another reminder of how I was changing. I wasn't as active. It just didn't feel very nice. If you put on extra weight and you're happy with it, and I can understand how people can because there are certain bonuses to it, <laughs> you know, when you're filled out, that feels good and juicy and lovely. But it didn't feel right for me. And it took me a while to find a way to lose that weight. And I have done. And that makes me feel good. I have more energy. I'm more comfortable in my body. I'm more mobile. I'm more active. Again, very personal matter. That's how it's worked for me. And so that happiness to be in this body, to feel good about it, to love it, means that I can allow somebody else to do the same thing. So if you're mourning this or you're just in the fuck now I'm done with all that nonsense stage because yeah that happens <laughs> probably for quite a long time and that's an interesting whole other story. Don't write it off. Don't write yourself off. Brooke's poetry made me feel what I already knew was that I was coming through that stage and that that is still a huge part of my life and one that I can enjoy and be comfortable with. So I'm very grateful to her for that. And it's really beautiful. I'm just going to read you a really short part from this. This is from the Taurus woman. And she says, You are not a woman of lace and lipstick, but rather an incense-laced love labyrinth. You are teeming with life of the jungle and not of this world. The gods live in you like paradise dirt, growing deeper with age. Oh my God, how lovely is that? So that's who I'm loving this week, Brooke Solis. Um, this has been my first podcast, my first alchemic life. I hope you've enjoyed it. I don't know where it's going to go. I'm really loving doing this. It's really been fun. And I say really a lot and I say um a lot. And I think I say stuff a lot. I'll try to work on that. And I may even, once I feel a bit more comfortable with it, get other people on here if they will come. And that's it. Did you hear that um there? There's a few more of those coming. Thank you very much. I'm going to put some links and things to stuff I've mentioned. Stuff! <laughs> to the things I've mentioned, I'm going to put links on my website. You can find a link to that on my Instagram, which this week or today is under my name. My name isn't very poetic. It's a bit clunky, which is why I don't like using it very much. But it is what it is. At the moment, I am at Joe underscore Hanlon Moores. And you can leave me DMs. You can leave me voice messages. You can leave me comments. You can whatever. Find my website, email me, whatever do all that. I'd love to hear from you. And that's that. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>